Welcome to another episode of B-School, a living case study in aligned action. I'm your host, Taylor Elise Morrison, speaker, facilitator, and founder of Inner Workout. B-School is a personal development podcast for collective change. So join me in becoming a student of yourself and the world around you. Let's get studying. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of B-School. As always, I am so glad that you're here. If you are listening to this episode the week that it comes out, we're about halfway through Inner Workout's Kickstarter campaign for instead a card deck for scrolling less. If that intrigues you, you can head to taylorlease.com slash Kickstarter. Let's get into the show. As you probably know right now, I spend most of my days doing work related to self-care and personal development. I also realized that I missed a milestone. I've been at B-School for over 300 episodes, and on those episodes, I've shared my own experience of learning and unlearning and growth. I've shared some advice. And at the same time, it's really, really hard for me to practice what I preach. In some ways, I appreciate it. It's almost like you all are my accountability partners, where I'm like, okay, I put this out here. I shared this tool or resource or framework. Am I actually applying it? And more often than I would like to admit, I'm not always applying it. It's really, really hard to take your own advice. Hopefully, I'm not the only one who has experienced this before. I often go to my mom when I need advice. She is someone I talk to almost every day. And whether I'm making a business decision or I'm trying to work through something in my personal life, she's just the person that I go to, one of the people that I go to. And over time, she has kind of developed an infuriating habit of asking me, huh, well, what would you tell your people? What would you tell the people who listen to B-School? And I'm like, mom, I was asking you for advice. I'm asking you to help me figure out what to do. And she flips it back on me. Basically, she's affirming that I already have the answers. I probably have a good idea of what I need to do. And It's just a matter of actually applying it to my life instead of just externalizing that knowledge. It's actually not that surprising that she does it, even though it is annoying at the time and then appreciated after I I get through it. But when I was little, my mom, she used to do something else that was kind of infuriating. When I didn't know how to spell a word, she would make me go to the dictionary. We had the dictionary readily accessible and she would have me look it up in the dictionary and she wouldn't tell me the answers, but she'd wait for me to think about, okay, the first letter is A and I can sound it out. Okay. A, if it's antelope and okay, that's an N sound, that's an N and slowly I would find my way to antelope I could see how it was spelled, and then I could also learn what an antelope was, and if I was lucky, see a picture in the dictionary too. My mom's been teaching me this skill of using what I have access to since I was a kid, 
And now as I'm starting to enter into adulthood, even though I don't always feel like I'm doing that great at adulting, she's not just making me look towards resources like a dictionary. She's also making me look at the resources that I have within. And that process of thinking, okay, what would I tell someone else? What is the advice that I would give them is really useful. So what I want you to do is to think about advice that you've already doled out to people. Think about it recently. So let's say that you told a coworker, hey, it's okay if you don't get this done right away. I know you've been going through a lot. Make sure that you're resting. That's great. Now turn that back on yourself. Are you resting? Or do you feel like that advice only applies to them? They're allowed to rest, but I have to get on early and work into the night because I'm not deserving of rest. Are you reminding a friend to set boundaries at work or in a relationship and you're really encouraging them, you're offering them an accountability and you're saying, yes, you can do it. You are worth this. These boundaries are going to make you feel so much better in the long term. Now flip that back on yourself. How are you maintaining your boundaries? Have you set any boundaries? Have you had boundary setting conversations? Do you feel like there's a boundary that's being crossed, but you have decided to avoid that conversation? What does that look like for you right now? Maybe you told a loved one to go for it, to apply for that job, to look into moving across the country, and you are championing them in the next step, the next season of their life. Then think about yourself. Are you going for it? Or have you visited that website to apply multiple times and then convinced yourself why you weren't qualified or why you wouldn't get accepted? Have you figured out, okay, this is what would need to happen in order for me to buy that tiny house, but then you haven't taken any steps towards it? The point in looking at the advice that you've recently given and then flipping it on yourself is to see Maybe this could actually be shine a light on some areas of opportunity that I'm ignoring. If you're anything like me, it's so easy to look at someone else and want the best for them and feel compassion, feel excitement for what's possible for them. But then when we're in similar conversations with ourselves, it sounds totally different, or at least for me, it sounds totally different. So after you've looked at that advice, you flipped the question back on yourself. And if the answer is, no, I'm, I'm not resting or I'm not maintaining my boundaries or I haven't taken steps towards that thing that I want to go for or whatever other advice it is that you've been giving, ask why not? What is underneath you not wanting to take your own advice? It could be a matter of worthiness or deserving. That person does so much so they get to rest. They get to have boundaries, but I don't. I haven't earned it yet. Or it could be fear. You wish that you could take your own advice and you're excited to see that other person do it, but you are afraid of failing or of being hurt or of the discomfort that comes when there's conflict. And that might be what's holding you back. So if you're not taking your own advice, 
See if you can dig in to find out why that is. And I just want to remind you that you are exceptional, but you are not the exception. You are exceptional, but you are not the exception. What do I mean by that? You're wonderful. Like the people who listen to this podcast that I get to talk to in passing or text with on Hotline B, you all are thoughtful and you are intelligent and you want what's best for yourself and for the people around you. That makes you an exceptional person, but you also aren't the exception. You aren't the exception to these rules or these guidelines. You are a human being who needs rest and community and support and love, and you deserve all of those things. Often, we're not taking our own advice. We're thinking it doesn't apply to us because we're exceptions. And I want you to assume that you're not the exception. As you're engaging with your own advice, as you're giving advice, assume that it applies to you as well. And then as you have a deeper conversation, you might see, okay, well, I was giving advice to my friend who's a mom, and maybe this piece doesn't apply. Maybe I don't have to worry about finding time between my kids' Zoom class schedule, but I have been having back-to-back meetings, and maybe I could find a way to have some more breathing room in my schedule. So even if the situations aren't exactly analogous, there's still probably some nugget of the advice that you're giving to others that still can apply to you. So that's what I want you to do this week is to find a way to take your own advice. Could be teeny tiny. It could be huge. You might write an application this week. Everything, both of those spectrums and everything in between is completely valid. So I'm going to let you get to it. Go take your own advice. Thanks for listening. And I will be back in your earbuds next week. Thanks to Andres Rodriguez for the intro and outro music. You can keep in touch with me on Instagram at Taylor Elise Morrison. Elise is E-L-Y-S-E. And check out the resources on my website at taylorelise.com.